Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey guys, just wanted to tell you quickly about a great podcast that I love called What Fresh Hell? Laughing in the Face of Motherhood. It's hosted by two moms, Margaret Abels and Amy Wilson, who have six kids between them and have totally opposite parenting styles. Margaret is a laid back, things will work out kind of mom. Amy is the by the book mom who loves to consult parenting manuals. Each week they take on a parenting dilemma and solve it using research, debate and a ton of humor. They've solved picky eating, homework battles, kid friend breakups, and much more. You can subscribe to What Fresh Hell wherever you get your podcasts. Hey guys, welcome back to Marriage Martinis. I'm Adam, and here's Danielle. Hi. All right, ready? I don't know. <laughs> We're not going to fight this episode, are we? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> if 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 it's at all possible, can we? I don't have the energy for fighting right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I don't want to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> let's let's do the the uh, interesting and informative aspects of finance I today. I know none of those things. And well okay, so you'll learn along the way. No, I have possible. no interest. You know, I always get so excited about researching. Like I research the shit out of a topic before we do an episode on it. Okay. I read about it. I listen to podcasts about it, audiobooks, like and I love doing it. Finance, I sat down so many times and I was like Oh my God, I don't want to fucking research finance. Like, I hate this. It's so funny because I'm completely the opposite. I love this stuff. I, I, love I know, I can tell. From <laughs> I, <laughs> we have so much to show for it. Yes, yes you do. No, but I, I love all aspects of finance. I love the investing. I love the, uh, you know, the whole, well, we'll get into all of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, we will. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, There's I, no way this is going to be a one-part episode. No, no, no. That's why I'm saying I think there the fighting no should be way. part two. When I, if we could tr- control ourselves. No, I don't want to fight. I don't want to fight. And quite honestly, it's we've fought about this so many times over the years. But I have to say that when I was thinking about like this whole, our personal experiences with finance, God, I really like had a whole therapy session with myself. I was like completely dissecting my childhood with finances and coming up with things that I didn't even realize I was feeling. And I, I self-diagnosed myself with a few things and it like, it was a whole, I saved us so much money by just being my own therapist through all of this. I'm curious as to how you were able to. Oh my God. It was brilliant. 
So you will you'll hear all about it. I'm but excited. um yeah, but I feel like now I can just do an entire episode or two just on my childhood. I thought you were gonna say finance and I thought Yeah, 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 yeah. On finance and my childhood. Okay. Yeah. Like how it impacted my life. Right. Mm-hmm. Which yeah, I completely understand. Yeah. I get. Mm-hmm. So well, it, yeah. It's not that much different than it was when you were a child, is well, it? Well, that's that's what I want to get into a lot. Right. Yeah. A lot. Oh, so you realize like that it's not that much different. Then when for you when you were a child versus today? Yeah. No. I um I completely understand how it could be very similar. Okay. Yeah. I think your reasoning is different than my reasoning, <laughs> but okay. Sure. Okay. So, um I I also feel like it's been so long since we've caught up on everything. Um like when I was in New York this past weekend, I saw this show and they sit around and in the beginning, it's like all these storytellers and writers and everything. And they sit around in the middle in the beginning and they say, um, let's have a family meeting. And I feel like that's what we need in marriage and martinis. Like we need like the first like 10 or 15 minutes to be like a family community meeting to just like catch up on shit. When? Like before the episode or in an, in a separate episode, like there's so much I have to catch up on and say, but I don't want to do it now because it will take forever and I don't want to take away from the finance aspect of things. But I wanted to talk about my trip to New York. I well, wanted- you could do a separate, like, like, like a quick thing. Yeah, I guess so. But I just wanted to, you know, I wanted to talk about, I tried CBD oil for the first time last weekend. You know I did. Yeah, I'm, I'm saying, I'm oh, 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 you did. Um, I went to this amazing place for uh, postpartum moms when I was in New York. I went to... Glennon Doyle's show when I was in New York and Abby Wambach and everything. It was, I, I have so much to catch up on, but I guess I will not do it now because we have to talk about finance. <laughs> do you want to? I mean, do you want to? No, I guess right. not. I don't know. People get mad. Why? Oh, because too much like yeah, before. The... Yeah, too much before. Too much foreplay. <laughs> Is there <laughs> such a thing? <laughs> I mean. <laughs> I mean, for for me, yeah. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> um. Okay, so finance. Okay. Wow. I don't know. Okay. I don't know. I feel like people aren't going to want to hear. Uh, yeah, I'll do it in a separate thing. Okay. Okay. Fine. Mm-hmm. Mm. No. One other thing I have to say. We're getting close to the holidays. Mm-hmm. Um, I have. I am really proud of the sponsorships that we've put together for the holidays. Yes. I worked really hard. You watched me. Um, I, I, I worked. Even... Yeah, you didn't even say. I worked really hard trying to get sponsors for the holidays um, that, first of all, that people are actually going to be interested in and products that we really, really love. Um, we were approached by a lot of companies. I turned a lot of companies away uh, because I just didn't think that I, I wanted it to be stuff that our listeners are going li- to like want ideas for gifts and everything for the holidays. And they're going to be excited by what you know, our, our sponsors well, and that we're helping. Yeah. But I feel like that's kind of how we roll anyway. Like totally. we, don't, we don't take on sponsors that we don't think fits. Our Absolutely. Community. But, but it's easier to get sponsors it, during the holidays because everybody, you right. know, cause everyone's looking to advertise, but I was very, very selective. And I really think, I really hope you listen to the ads. Um, you know, all, as always, when you support our sponsors, you support us. Also our sponsors, um, you know, always, we try to get sponsors for the most part that really give back. So it's, really it's a really easy nice way to be a little charitable just by buying through some of these companies um and we just i think we have some fantastic brands and products that we're gonna so so, yeah you guys get something we benefit Mm -hmm. and 
you're being charitable. We get to keep doing the podcast. Oh, that too. Yeah. Okay. All good. So, finance. Uh, go yeah, ahead. Yeah. Uh, me go ahead. Uh, how do you want to structure this? How, the, I, how do you? Because you you sent me my questions to fill out, and they were pretty kind of like okay. I didn't feel uncomfortable in any way answering these questions. I didn't answer them thinking that fights would start. Like these were kind of generalized. Benign. Yeah, mm-hmm. don't you think? Yeah, I, I didn't know where you would go with it. And honestly, I've been sending you really specific questions in past episodes and you've been kind of ignoring them. So yeah. I figured, why am I going to put the time in? Well, I did. I, I answered half of them. So, Ooh. yeah, mm-hmm. we're good. For me, I always think about, um, well, I was trying to think about growing up and I always talk about how, you know, my dad was, it, he had a very stressful relationship with money. Like, really stressful and I think it was a product of you know the times of when they grew up Uh, their parents grew up you know during the depression and everything and um, I think that that he just he was always fearful about being poor I think and his dad worked his ass off to put you know my dad went to great college medical school and his dad worked his butt off to put him through um and he just, my dad could never get over that fear of like being, like not having money. And I think that really affected me. And um, on the other side of things, it was such a dichotomy because then there's my mom, there's Linda, who like was never worried about money and sort of made it as if we were, you know, he made it like we were one step away from losing it all. And my mom made it as if, um, we, we didn't have to worry at all. So like it was such a disconnect between the two of them that I had no idea what the fuck was going on ever. Yeah, I think that's probably very common. Do you? I think I, Well, I think it, it plays a major role with us as well. And I think our kids might see it, see that too. Well, they say opposites attract in a lot of ways. I think when my how my parents are opposites, I do think that they work really well off of each other and it works as a balance. You know, my mom's really funny and fun. My dad's more serious. He always made sure we were academically motivated while my mom made sure we had great social lives. Like they, they did a lot of really good bouncing off each other. I think the finance aspect of things was just totally problematic. Like yeah. that just there was no it wasn't a balance. It was just like a total dichot like there was there was no there was nothing working about any of it. And I, I just want to say one more thing. When we talk about finance, obviously in money, everybody's situation is unique. Look, I'm not when I talk about m- struggling or whatever I'm not talking about poverty I'm not talking about you know so oh everybody someone always has it worse someone always has it better this is our particular experience yeah of course yeah Yeah. so I just need to say that though because it is a sensitive topic and people will say oh well you at least you grew up with something or I know I was very blessed we're so blessed in so many ways but I don't think that that should take away from the fact that I I do think that a little bit like there's you know we all have some kind of childhood trauma and it it affects us in ways that, um, you know, it's still heartbreaking and and it's harmful to us in the long run. And I think finance is a, is a big one for me. Well, yeah, we both come from, we were pretty good, well off in our childhood and we didn't see poverty. We didn't see, well, uh, for, for me, from my childhood, when I was very young, we didn't have a lot of money. We, 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 we barely had money. You know, we came from Brooklyn and moved out to New Jersey. 
where my dad started this business and you know but prior to starting this business we we were struggling but i was too young to notice or be affected or even know what was happening so i kind of grew up when things were getting better and then things got really good so that's kind of what i saw and remember where financially my memory of things was we were always doing pretty good Okay, so that's so I never saw or remember poverty. I, I never saw my parents struggling. Let's put it that way. Even though I know they were at one point, I was too young to see it. Did you get like an allowance or anything when you were growing up? Uh, I did. I oh, did. Yeah, like a consistent. Um, you, this is how much you get for taking mm, out the garbage. No, is, no, it wasn't structured that way. So what was it? I is don't it like remember. shit show like ours where we're like when where Ian's like, how much do I get if I walk Billy? Empty the <laughs> no. dishwasher, you know, clean up my room, blah, blah, blah. Can I get forty five dollars for that? <laughs> no, no, no. It was nothing like that. Will you all. leave me alone? <laughs> uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> no, 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 no. I don't remember exactly if there was a structured allowance or if I had to do something to get money. Like I kind of don't even remember that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have this weird thing that I don't remember things very well from my childhood. Yeah, you might want to talk to somebody about No, that. It's, it runs in my family. <laughs> There's a consistency there. Yeah. Well, no, yeah. no, I know. You, no, but you know, we, I think we, you had a very normal childhood. No, I had a very normal childhood, mm-hmm. but I, but there's just something that is blocking like No, I think that's I a lot of us. I mean, I remember moments of my childhood, but I definitely remember. And anyway, they say that your memory is all fucked up anyway when you look back. Like if you put the same people, you know, like if you and your sister sat down and had the same memory it would be completely different for both of you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like sure. it would be a, com- so it's not even accurate, but for me, I have an over, I had a very overwhelming feeling being a kid of like hearing these constant arguments between my parents about money. Um, my dad constantly being stressed and upset about money, like, and he was a doctor. So again, there's so many disconnects of my growing up that he was this doctor, but Again, he first of all, he worked in the inner city and his patients, you know, he he's he was the type of doctor that everybody wants. Like he stayed as long as with a patient as they needed. And, you know, he took every kind of insurance that like he was not in it for the money and it showed. (laughs) But he I mean, on, on a good in a good way, but also in the way of he I don't think he made what other doctors made. But um, but certainly I grew up like. You know, I can remember being a teenager and getting in a fender bender and my heart, just my heart palpitating because it was going to be $300 and I was going to have to tell him. And my dad is a wonderful father, amazing man. He just really struggled with this, you know, this uh, mental thing he had about money. Yeah. See, that's so funny because I, you know, I grew up so opposite where, you know, I've been in accidents and the only questions were, you know, are you okay? And you have insurance. It's all good. Don't worry about it. You know, so. Yeah, I remember when we started dating and I got in an accident. Actually, it wasn't my fault for once. I mean, it's usually my fault when I get in an accident. But <laughs> it was actually this old woman, remember, she backed out and hit me in ShopRite. Of course I did. And then she tried to blame it on me. And she was like 95. No, no. Now she was probably like 65, 70. Really? But no, she- I met them. If you remember, cause yeah, because I made you go because I, I was yes, scared of that. I met, she made me cry. <laughs> I, 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 you made me go. I met her and her husband at the diner to settle whatever was happening with insurance. Mm-hmm. They were old. <laughs> I just remember old. you saying to me, like, I remember being scared to call you and tell you about it for you to come, and you being like, and I was like crying on the phone. You're like, why are you crying? 
first of all, she made me cry. She was a bitch. Second of all, I was like, aren't you, are you mad? And you were like, no, what, what, are you okay? Like, no, I'm not mad. And I was like, really? Like, you're not angry? No, my first thought was, are you okay? Number one. Right. And number two, how bad's the damage? Insurance has got this. <laughs> you know, right. we've got a deductible. It's not that big a deal. We right. can take care I, of this. I don't even think, we weren't even married yet. We were no. still dating, I think. But anyway, I, I, I called you because it was f- much fucking better than calling my dad. Have I ever discussed my, I had two, I had two major car accidents. I don't know. I, we should do a car accident episode. I'm not going to, I won't get into it now if I haven't spoken about it before, but they're really interesting stories. Well, I have a really interesting story too, but everybody has to promise not to judge me. Well, you, you already spoke about it. I your... don't think so. I think I took it out because I was uncomfortable with it. Oh, you made me take it out? I think I think the feedback from my friends was I should take it back. Oh, I really? I take it out and I took it out. I don't know. I would need everybody to sign some type of no judgment clause. Oh, please. Before I... <laughs> I was young. I was really young. I was like 17. Okay. No, but mine were really good. All so right. I don't know if I spoke well, about it. Well, maybe we'll do an accident episode where okay. we talk about like... Uh, accidents we had in school kindergarten peeing <laughs> and then what? movement it was like last week when uh, jonah and i were stuck in traffic and i t- our seven-year-old oh, he's eight now um we we were stuck in traffic as of four months ago yes. i know i'm sorry yeah. i got confused we were stuck in traffic and it was there it was I, he said what is going on why are we sitting here so long i was like someone had an accident he's like all this because somebody peed in their pants <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Just like a few other things going back to because I when I was thinking about all this, I really was like I was sitting down and I was like dissecting it all. And yeah, a few other things. So first of all, I'd spoken about I went to private school. I, we, I was not poor growing up. I got to this private school. I was, by comparison, like the poorest kid. I worked 40 hours a week at Banana Republic, you know, because number one, I wanted to have a nice wardrobe. I wanted, you know, I liked nice clothes and everything. I no, liked all that. You know why you worked at Banana Republic? Why did I work at Because Banana? it was my favorite store and I would go in from time to time and you were hoping to see me. <laughs> um, no, no, not true. No, all I right. used to run in the back and hide from you. <laughs> right. So I. Yeah, I, I worked hard. Like, I think my dad wanted to send us to private school so badly because he wanted us to have the best education. But what came with that was this feeling of sort of being less than in so many ways. First of all, I was less than in the academic department, too. I was by far, you know, I was not one of the smartest kids. I definitely failed some classes. Like, it was kind of a shit show. And I was a good athlete. And I, my teachers liked me. That was kind of it. But I, I you know, I... I I couldn't fit in in so many ways. Like kids were going to Aspen on the weekends for ski trips. And, you know, like I was sledding in my backyard. Like it was just, I, I could not afford what they had. And I looked around and, you know, my brother and my sister had gone to the same school before me. They're older than me. And I think they were fine with all of it. Like they didn't feel the need to have all of that. They're just, they're different people than I am. And, you know, mm-hmm. they're, they're super level-headed like that. And they were totally fine just being, you know, average monetarily or probably lower, lower than average monetarily. I wasn't. I really, really felt, I felt the envy, the jealousy. Like well, I, I was super jealous of these kids. I really was. Yeah, well, I can understand because I was in the exact same position. Mm-hmm. You know, I went, I went to public schools my whole life up until, my second freshman year when I was <laughs> sent. That's right. I did third grade twice. Yeah, exactly. So that's why we're, see, that's why we're sitting here together. So nice. Made I had to do it other. twice. <laughs> when I was sent out to boarding school and right down the street from you in Princeton, same boat, same scenario. As mine was a boarding school, yours was a day school. So I lived in high school and I had kids from all over the world. And 
I came to find that, you know, we had like royalty children. Yeah. It, it was insane the kind of people that we had at this school. There was so much money, and I was just like you. I had nothing. I, 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 I would go for my. Well, you were driving around in a BMW. It was my mom's good. BMW, where okay. everybody else had their BMW. No, okay, but I didn't even have my parents no, but, didn't even have a BMW. But I was in the same situation where you know. But like, I didn't care. I didn't envy it. I didn't. Yeah, I wanted it. Of course, who doesn't want to have more money? I found my crew, the people like me. And we were just, we were great. We went into town. We hung out. We had as much money as we had. We spent it how, how much we could. And that was it. And we had fun. We didn't we didn't care about the people who went to Aspen for the weekends or who went I to, did. We, I know I you did. I wanted to fucking we, go to Aspen. I don't even ski and I wanted to go we, to Aspen. We found people who were having parties in Princeton and we were just happy. Yeah, we, we did that them. too. But, but I... Look, I definitely, I don't know, maybe it was being a girl, although I'm sure the a boy would feel the same way, but I just, I felt it, you know, mm-hmm. and I think my and dad was- there's nothing was, wrong with that. That's okay. I'm right, not judging. Right. And I, and I don't blame my dad either because I think he was probably like, I'm going to, you know, like when he went to college and he probably could barely afford college also, his dad sent him. I think my dad was probably like, oh my God, this is all I care about is the academics and I'm so lucky and I'm so blessed and blah, blah, blah. And I was like- Fuck the academics. I want a fucking Porsche summer car and Jeep Wrangler winter car. Like, right. I want, you know what I mean? So it was just my reaction to it was, and I worked my ass off to make enough money. But when I was working at Banana Republic, I started when I was like 16. I was a really good sales girl. Like, and they would give you bonuses if you were the top salesperson or whatever. So I was like raking in the dough for a, a 15, 16 year old, whatever it was. But I would have so many fucking clothes on hold that literally it wasn't like I was putting like, okay, 25% into savings. And no, no. the day that fucking paycheck came, it was gone. Yeah, your paycheck was in Banana Republic. My paycheck yes. was, it just stayed in. It did not leave out the door of Banana Republic. Yeah, but at 15, 16, that's okay. You know, well, I don't know. I think that there are kids who probably like, I, I don't know that save. I had zero money in a bank account, but I was making probably a couple hundred dollars a week back in 93, 1993. Yeah. That was a lot of money. So anyway, so that's sort of, I, I think I always felt envy about money. Yeah, but when but I was, we all do. There's uh, nothing to be, there's nothing wrong with having, I don't know. Had I been in a, in our public school, I think I would have just felt like I was just a regular kid. Like I didn't have to feel envious of everybody, but maybe for something else, but I'm talking about money. Right. All right. So what was okay. the next question? First, right, first, first question. question. Cause we have to, let's, you know what? Let's take a break. Okay. We should take a break real quick. Check it out. We'll be right back. Check it out. Check it out. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs no deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. All right, so you asked me first question. My relationship with money over the years. I'm going to try to keep my mouth shut. I'll just keep drinking. <laughs> well, okay, so the way I started out was I started work young, right, right out of, not right out of college. I bailed out of college. So I was 19 in the workplace. So I was making money as a young kid. So I had money. My relationship with money like quickly became a passion for me. Like I loved finance. I loved 
making money. I loved having money. I loved spending money. I love investing money. I love I like and I tried to be good. I really did for a long time too. I was saving, I was spending, I was I was doing it all and I, I was having so much fun with it. Anybody that I knew, they didn't really have it. They were, you know, either in college still, working, you know, part time, making minimum amounts of money. I was like the guy with money when I was with people. I enjoyed being the guy who was able to help out being the guy to pay for things, being the guy with the nice car, being, you know, I really enjoyed it. So, so from the start, I really, I really liked money. I liked, I liked making money. I liked, uh, so my relationship started out I get it. I'm a fan of as a young kid was, I, I had it right away, whether that was good or bad, that's, Maybe yet to be seen or not, I'm not sure. <laughs> As things progressed and life happened, marriage happened, oh kids boy. happened, mm-hmm. and I had to kind of figure out, well, wait, what is money for? And it, I, I don't even know if I'm still there yet. <laughs> I don't what think do you mean, we're what still is money there for? Because... Because in America, we have no fucking idea. Like Trevor Noah, I just listened to Trevor Noah and Howard Stern. He was like, only in America do you have no fucking clue how much money is enough money. Completely. And how much stuff is enough stuff and how much things cost. Is it, you know, is it worth it? And are you really spending money on things thinking about the value of what you're spending it on? No, I don't think that's the case, at least for us. Um, It's okay now or before? Completely. The whole time. Ever. Ever. Mm-hmm. Right. So from the beginning, I, you know, I had the money and I, I didn't care what things cost. I would spend it. I would. Do, and that that lasted for a long time up until about three weeks ago. Right. So <laughs> <laughs> when you have this relationship with money and then you finally realize that money doesn't want to have a relationship well, with you. Yeah. For <laughs> us, now that our kids are older and. In you've the, been catfished by in, money? In the beginning, with the kids, it was kind of like, oh, I have to pay for formula, and I have to pay for gymboree class, and I have to pay for bouncy seats. Like It was all like these little kind of things that like you're still, all right, I don't really have to think about these expenses. You know, it, where we are, where we were financially. I know for a lot of people, those are you know expenses that they have to budget, and you know we probably should have to, but didn't and didn't need to. But now that they're getting older, we have to think about college. We have to think about changing clothes every season, or I don't know. I don't even know <laughs> every two, what two months. I don't know. I, I like you know. I like they change underwear like once every four weeks. <laughs> <laughs> Where we live, things are just so freaking expensive and getting more costly every year. So. My relationship with money is not so sweet and nice as it used to be. Mm-hmm. And now I'm more like, like, I totally get your dad. I totally get his relationship with money. Like, not to the extent maybe that he is or always has been with money, but I kind of get like, oh, hey, well, maybe you don't need those sneakers for the kids. You need these sneakers because they're $20 less. <laughs> you know, like I'm thinking that way these days where I never thought that way before. So my transition of how I feel and think about money has completely and drastically changed at least over the last couple of years. Don't you think or no? Yeah. I, I it's when I think about, you mentioned my dad and everything and Look, uh, yeah, I think uh, certainly from the beginning, we both could have had some more of my dad in me. But I went to high school and then my dad never said to us, like, 
he was the, he was the guy who education meant everything to him or, or a lot to him. So when I was getting ready to apply to college, he never said to me, you can only go to a state school or you can only go to a school in one of these states or that costs this much money. And I went, I chose NYU and NYU number one is like the most one of the most expensive schools in the country. And number two, it's in New York City. And living in New York City, you know, there's no, you don't, you know, there's no dollar picture night when you're a student. Yeah, at it's not just NYU. the school expense. It's oh, the, fucking yeah, a. yeah. And, secondary and, expenses. And that. my dad, you know, again, he gave me like two hundred dollars a month, which I don't want to sound like a spoiled brat, but you cannot live in New York City on two hundred dollars a month. So, again, I went to NYU, like seeing. Every, you know, in the middle of Greenwich Village and Soho with all this great food and this shopping. And I'm not blaming him. It was he gave me such a gift. But again, I was sort of thrown into this like, oh, shit, like here I am again, where I am surrounded by all this beautiful stuff and I can afford none of it. And, you know, I I worked to just try to my friends weren't working when they were and it was hard. Like I I was holding a job and going to classes and everything so that I could try to maintain a certain lifestyle. And that wasn't even it was I just wanted to be able to like cigarettes, alcohol. Well, cigarettes were cheap back then. Uh, you know, now when pack. you're smoking six packs a day, they're no, not. No, <laughs> you weren't smoking six packs a day. No, but you know, I I just I wanted to be able to like buy what I wanted to buy. And and so again, and then when I met you, uh, it was sort of like, holy fuck, like, uh, you know, you're like we talked about in the gambling episode, you're handing me $100 bills and we're going to the restaurants that I always wanted to go to and you're taking me shopping and buying me shit and you drive a nice car. And like, I was very enamored with all of that. And, and you never made me feel guilt about money. You just bought things for me and a little bit I was sort of like oh my god I'm never going to have to have that money stress ever again (laughs) how'd that work out (laughs) like um, (laughs) holy fuck yeah so I think you know you 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 sold it well like you I really thought that you know I guess I one of the reasons why we talk about that I I really wanted to be a stay-at-home mom I guess really I really just thought you were going to have the financial part down like at least I was up front with you. Like, you knew I was a slob when I married you. I didn't hide anything. <laughs> yeah, but I thought you could get better. I can't. Yeah. No. But, you know, I, I like, at least I was very, uh, this is who I am. But I, I didn't realize that you, you, you weren't going to, like, be able to adjust to different financial situations. Well, that's what I was saying before, where life happens and expenses happen. No, it's not life happens because... What do you mean? Because just like I was thrown into the whole high school thing and the college thing, then when we're finally in our, like, nice house in this nice neighborhood, very, you know, like, basic, average neighborhood and everything, you uproot me and put me again in this fucking huge-ass 6,000 plus square foot house where I can't afford any fucking furniture and I can't afford it to keep up with the Joneses in the neighborhood and the nice cars and this and that. And all of a sudden I am worrying once again about when I didn't want to move to that house at all. We've spoken about that too. I really was devastated by moving there. And once again, I'm thrown into this hole. All of a sudden I'm stressed as fuck about money. A lot of what you're saying so far 
is about your perception or, or, or wanting to be doing what everybody else is doing. I don't well, know if you, you put, but that. I'm saying I'm constantly, no but, no, but, no, but before you even met me, like from high school where everybody else had more money than you and you wanted to be able to be doing what they're doing. Yeah, I, 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 I did. You, uh, I'm not just, like that anymore. No, today. No, no way. Not even a little, but I'm saying that it, I wasn't the type of person. My brother and my sister were very able to be in that environment and be like, I'm just being honest. They were able to be in that environment and be like, so what if I don't have what they have? I really, it affected me. I think psychologically, like it it did. I'm just being honest. I'm right or wrong. It did. But, but then when you, you know, when you really wanted to go into that house and everything and you were willing to like sacrifice everything for it, well, that's not true. Because back then I wasn't sacrificing everything to get to that house because it was it was more than reachable. It wasn't just a pipe dream. Come on. At that point? It was not more than reachable. If it was more than reachable, we'd still have money in the bank. No, because things change and things changed. Okay, you were you were making you were doing a fucking spreadsheet every single night <laughs> trying to work the numbers. So don't make it like we just easily went into that house and then things went south. No. Every night you were saying to me, are you willing to give it all up for this house? Because I'm willing to give it all up for this house. Are you willing to make sacrifices for this house? Because I'm willing to make sacrifices for this house. And that's what ended up happening. We made so many sacrifices for this house. And then our houses became like the fucking like like those Russian dolls where you open one up, take a smaller one out. Then you open <laughs> one up, take a smaller one out. Like, Is there a tiny house in there? <laughs> that's that. Pull it I out. know. Eventually we'll get there. But uh, yeah, it, it's it, so uh, look, I'm not trying to play victim here. I'm just saying that I I think that for me that it was a little bit like uh, I c- I've never been able to just feel at peace, you know? I didn't I didn't ask to go to private school. Like I just I don't know, I just kind of wanted to be in a place where I could just fit in and blend in. And when I'm not in that if if we had lived in that same neighborhood we were living in, I don't think I would have felt the need to have extravagances. But when I saw other people having it, I was a little bit like, yeah, I kind of want it too. When you saw everything going on with your parents, whether they were arguing about money or their differences and how they feel about money, did you, as a kid, did you, did they ever teach you about money? No. Your dad in his own way, no. your mom in her no. own way? No, never. In fact, I, my mom never really like took a shopping or anything. And I don't want to speak badly. I, I love my parents very much. I'm very close with both of them. But, you know, just like we all, maybe not all of us, but so many of us, you know, there's definitely things that... I see were uh, problematic for me. You know, she never took us, she never took us out and took us shopping. She never took us to a store and was like, okay, you could spend $150 on your fall wardrobe. I'll sit here while you try stuff on. We'll do the math. We'll take it up to the front counter and we'll pay for it. It was more like, here's my credit card. Go get your fall wardrobe. You know, when I was like even 14, 15 years old. Mm-hmm. Somebody, a, a grown-up gives you their, your, their credit card because she didn't, want, she didn't want to come with us. Like she was doing something else. Or a grown-up gives you, like I didn't, I didn't budget. I wasn't like. She asked you to go on your own with yeah, her credit card. Yeah. And like budget. Yeah. While you're <laughs> and then my dad would get so angry because obviously I would spend too much money with it. Right. 
it's seems, understandable. Yeah, and it seems like a fantastic thing like oh wow you got to take a credit card you got to go but the whole time there was so much anxiety about it because the whole time I'm spending no matter how much I know on the other side of it I'm gonna hear from my dad but did he ever explain to you why like yeah we don't have enough money I don't make that much money this and that but no just as so many of us I don't think were sat down I was never sat down and said listen this is the budget this is what you and I think most parents didn't do like I don't I don't know. Did your parents no, do that not with at you? All. If my mother ever took me clothes, sh- she came and she wanted to take me clothes shopping. And I don't think there was ever like, this is how much you have to spend. There no, was no, I remember her taking you to Bloomingdale's and I was, <laughs> oh my God, I was so jealous. Yeah, I she like, was sat always... there and like watched you try on clothes for her to buy you a Bloomingdale's. <laughs> yeah, I was, was always... like, wow, this is great. I think she enjoyed it. She liked taking Yeah, me sure. She, was, she of had course. fun. I, yeah. So, of course, my daughter wants nothing to do with shopping. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was always like, I can't wait till I can take my daughter and I'll take her shopping. She has, she has no interest. I think that, n- no, I was never taught, obviously, school never taught us, and I never even had to take, like, at in college, I never even had to take a math class, I never had to take any, once I was done, I think, with, I don't know, what was I, do, like, I don't even know what I was in junior year of high school, like, dividing or something. Well, like, that's, yeah, I mean, do they even today teach this yes, stuff in Yes, financial college? literacy. Oh, college, I don't know. Well, high school, I, I assume you're getting... Yeah, f- financial literacy, they call it. Mia, oh, our, our oldest, our, she's in high school. She has to take a year of financial literacy. Oh, thank God. So is that new? Because mm-hmm. we had none of this. Mm-hmm. I, I never learned about mortgages, taxes, Mm-mm. insurance. Like, you're never taught that stuff. No. And, and that, and I can't believe that that's not a curriculum, like, the, in the curriculum. Yeah. Because th- that's kind of one of the m- most things you need to know mm-hmm. ever. Yeah. And that's maybe why so much of us are failing at it, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, I, I think so. And I also think that you and I, listen, we have not had the best communication skills on many levels. And I think that when we were going through the height of all our issues, when shit just hit the fan, or always, we would we were always really good at having fun together. And that meant, number one, spending a lot of money. Yes. Um, we would, after a long week of working or the kids or maybe feeling distant from each other, the weekends were always our time to reconnect. And we would do that in a very like debaucherous way, debaucherous way, however you want to pronounce it. Like we would eat expensive meals and, you know, drink expensive alcohol and, uh, you know, now we Uber everywhere. We didn't do that then, but, you know, cabs or whatever. Our self-healing, our self, what do you call it, um, like therapy for us was spending money. Yes. So that was on top of everything else that we just were constantly ignoring our issues and trying to remedy them by going out, having a really good time, feeling better for a little while, self, self-soothing or whatever that is. And then wake, you know, and then we you wake up the next day. Obviously, nothing is better. Everything is just as bad, and you're more in debt than you were before. Well, yeah. So I think that's where that all stemmed from. Was going back to what I said before, where I, you know, I started with money because you know I didn't go to college and finish and get a job and get a low paying job and grow from there. So I I was always accustomed to this lifestyle of having money and wanting to spend money and knowing that I could do that. And I, it, it just came, you know, came to a point where 
I never wanted to give that up. And maybe that was the house thing. It, the house is oh, thing. Oh, for sure. Where I, I just wanted to keep growing as I was when I was younger. And I wanted you to keep going You were out to prove now. something. I was out to prove something. I wanted to... I, I don't even know if it was show. I, I think it was more for me and for us than it was to show. I do disagree. Well, I mean, you keep saying to me, like, do you realize you're trying to compare yourself and this and that and whatever? I but said it that's once. Okay, but that's exactly what you were doing. You were trying to put on a show well, for sure. I okay, I don't know if it was a show for somebody else. Like, you else. were so concerned about me living in a house that I didn't want? No, you weren't. You didn't give a shit about what I wanted. No, that's not true. That's not true. I wanted to... Do the best that, uh, not do the best. I wanted to have the most yeah. and, and the biggest. And the, because that's kind of what I was used to and it was growing and it was just kept in, kept getting bigger and bigger. And like, what else could I get? What else could I do? What else? And, and But everybody was telling you not to do it. Uh, yeah, almost everybody. Right, but, right. So that's where I, I think I, I just wanted more and I just wanted it to keep happening. And maybe I was, not maybe, I was definitely reaching to make this thing happen that wasn't I wasn't able to do anymore and I was finding every stupid single way to make this happen mm -hmm. and I was able to and then it all came crashing down because it wasn't feasible no slowly like like one side of the house then another side of the house like <laughs> they didn't really fall down <laughs> it was actually in a very nice house but <laughs> and it was new so it didn't fall apart but I, I just kept wanting to reach and it, it's like drugs you have to do more like once you once you have yeah it was enough, like a drug for you yeah like once once you get to a point where it doesn't it's not working for you anymore you have to do more mm -hmm. and then you have to do more because you can't get high anymore unless you do more right you know okay let's take a break and when we come back I I, I do want to talk about some stuff that really is hard for me and that I, I do think from everything I asked on Instagram and all the answers I got and everything is very relatable. So um, I want to talk a little bit about being a stay-at-home mom and how I think that affected us financially and uh, some other stuff. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. I think that part of the issue started back when we were first married, and... I wanted to be a stay-at-home mom. Again, I never I, I never spoke to you about it or really asked you about it. But I did, on the other hand, want – I wanted to be a stay-at-home mom, but I also wanted to, like, live kind of simply. I, I had no intentions of – buying big nice things and I back then I really I really didn't I didn't have any of that I was very happy and you know we had a very nice house and everything and I wanted to just be a stay-at-home mom I think had somebody asked you me or anybody else before you got married what do you want your partner to do what do you want your wife to do I think you would have said I want her to work because I want to have an extravagant lifestyle yeah I kind of agree with that yeah yeah and so we were totally mismatched like that. Like, I didn't want to work. I wanted to stay home with my kids. But I also didn't want all the, like, I wasn't interested. I'm sure I wanted to, like, 
experience things and take vacations and everything. But I didn't want big, nice houses. And I wasn't interested in, I wasn't looking at, you know, fancy cars. And I was, I was fine with just like for a while, at least living very modestly. And and for us, that modestly was probably, you know, very like high up for some people. But do you think that I ruined that for you? Because your views changed in that, I think also. I mean, don't you think sometimes you would say, well, I want the nice car. I'm driving around with the kids all day. Well, I think that's I want the, the same nice thing to do whatever. with my ring that I was sort of trying. Listen, you always, because I was a stay-at-home mom, and I think that this is a dynamic that is very common because I was a stay-at-home mom and I wasn't bringing in any income, you really decided where all the money went. I really had no control over where our money went. Well, that's also for, I think, lack of interest on your part. I no, don't, I don't well, think- that's we are just saying. I, when I would say I want a nicer car or whatever, it was because you automatically bought yourself the nicer car. You automatically went out and bought yourself the new phone, the new this, the new that. I had to ask for everything when I wanted it. I could never just go out and buy a big purchase on my own. And, you know, I, 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 I'll, I'll say it that the one, there's one purchase that I always think about when we moved into this house and we moved into this house because you told me that we no longer could afford the other house. We moved in, we had these perfectly good televisions. This is my story to sort of sum it all up. I know. We've yeah. This. We, okay. <laughs> well, I'm going to tell it again okay. because I do think that it, we move into this house. We have these perfectly fine TVs. You're doing this, the bar room first. You have the decorator come in. She does this room first. You don't say to me, what do you want to do first? It's automatically the bar room is getting done first because that's your room. And then I come home one day. We have these perfectly fine TVs on the wall. They are not, you know, like movie grade TVs, but they're perfectly fine. And movie I come home, TVs. like, you know, like, like they're not, maybe they weren't like the most luxurious TVs there are. I don't know shit about TVs. Yeah, they were old the school. Like, I don't, I have no TVs. clue. I, they yeah. didn't have a knob on them or fucking antennas <laughs> or anything. So they were fine. So I come home. There's not one fucking huge TV going up on the wall. There's two fucking huge TVs that you've bought. And you're like, oh, buy one, get one free. Yeah, buy a fucking $9,000 TV and get another one for <laughs> free. But the TVs aren't $9,000. Okay, whatever I, it was, I, get your point. I knew you were Don't bullshitting. Exa- <laughs> and then in the same week, you would say to me, what's what's this credit card bill? What? Why'd you go to Wegmans three times? And, blah, blah, blah. and I'm like, there was always, just like when I was growing up, there was always such a disconnect between, wait a minute, he is spending all this money, and then I am getting like... Uh, you know, like chastised about buying the shit our family needs. Yes, maybe I was buying our kids, you know, nicer shoes than they needed and nicer clothes than they actually needed. And I wasn't always shopping at Kohl's back then or everything. But I I was buying shit for our family. And it would be, it got to be there that I was the bad guy for doing that stuff. And I would come home and then there would be fucking new TVs on the wall that we didn't even need. And we still have fucking holes underneath them because you didn't even take into account that like, oh, if we get new TVs and all these holes are going to be in the walls and it's four years later, there are still holes in the walls. But like, who cares? Because the wall, the holes are in HD or whatever the fuck. (laughs) What are you even talking about? Because there's still like, like you just do shit and you don't think about 
like you you don't even ask me or plan ahead or like we're like looking at in our in our family room now sitting there are holes in the walls because you could afford the tv but then we couldn't afford to get the walls patched up for some reason because then you have to paint them again i completely agree with you and have done a 180 on the whole thing about okay i'm not done one more thing but wait but i can't even okay one more thing fine because I know people are going to identify with this. There is a scene. I'm sorry. And then I will end my story. You can say whatever you want. You have the floor. Anything? Anything. Sure. I will shut my mouth. I promise you. No, I'm serious. Because I, I, I do have to get this out, though. And I do think I need some serious fucking therapy about this. Like, uh, this week, when I was thinking about this, all kinds of emotions. And I'm not just... I know I'm at fault, too. I'm not... I know uh, I am. Uh, I, I don't okay. know how or when. I don't... <laughs> I don't... I was going to say... Don't you minimize the fact that you can easily just say, I know I'm not perfect. No, I, I know I'm not don't perfect. Don't minimize But that. I really don't think I fucked this up. I really don't think I fucked okay. this up. Okay. I, I, okay. Yeah, finish. So there's this scene in Big Little Lies 2. I don't know if anybody out there, and oh my God, no. Are you are you referencing a part two of a movie series? No, it's a, it's, a sh- it's a show, and it's a phenomenal show. Everybody should watch it, or uh, yeah, it, if you haven't already. I don't know. I'm going to find the episode. It's going to be on our Friday five email this week because holy shit, there is an episode where Laura Dern. You don't know who Laura Dern is. No, but, you know, they're all rich, right? They live in Monterey, California. They're all super, super rich. They, you know, gorgeous lifestyles. They live on the beach, all this stuff. So Laura Dern's husband is this big time producer in Hollywood. They, you know, they make a fortune. He they have so much money. She's worked her ass off, too. She's like. I don't know, a lawyer or some shit. I don't even know. So they, um, he loses all their money. Uh, he, I don't know if he gambles it or, I, I don't remember. The show was on a little long, long ago. But I, there's a one, there's one scene. They've lost everything. She's had to give back her wedding ring. She had to fire the nanny. You know, we all get upset when we have to fire the nanny. Yeah, it's um, Pull her kid out of private school, everything. And she walks downstairs like in their free. house. I didn't see that yet. She walks downstairs in their house and she walks into a room in his like playroom, quote unquote. And he has, after they've lost everything, his vintage gorgeous train set is sitting there and he's playing with it. (laughs) And she is like, what the fuck? And he's like, oh, I get to keep my train set because someone's going to pay for it, but I get to keep it and blah, 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 blah. And she's like... Are you fucking kidding me? She takes a bat off the wall and she smashes the shit out of his train set. He's like, what the fuck are you doing? I, in that moment when she, I rewound it and watched it again. Yeah. Because I felt that so hard. Like that whole like we've lost everything and this and that. But you still get to have some of your shit that is what you want. So the last of what they have. She demolishes, demolishes. instead it's of it's his. instead of saying, "Oh, let's sell it because she, we need the money." She was angry. Oh, oh, she she was angry, so they and don't need money I anymore because she's angry. Believe, I wanted you don't know how badly, like you know how many times I, I have pictured taking a fucking baseball bat and smashing in those televisions. So don't watch them. Prove a point. Oh god, <laughs> you're like you're always like, look, like look, look at the quality of the HD. I'm like, what the. It looks exactly the same. Do you know why we got new? I'm not getting into it. Mm-hmm. We're into this. I don't give a shit. Yeah. 
All right, go ahead. Go ahead. What? Where was I? I didn't remember what I, I was about to say. I don't know. Something about how I ruined our lives yeah. or something. <laughs> <laughs> right. Now, how you are minimizing how you're not to blame. That's, that's what you were saying before. Yeah, I'm not minimizing it. I really, I think in this particular scenario, I really don't think I am to blame. Okay. I disagree. Um, I'm not saying you're to blame. I'm saying we're both to blame. I spent money on stupid shit, a lot of money, a lot of money to put us in a bad situation, which fucking sucks. And everybody out there listening to you, Danielle, I I apologize. I am very, I'm sorry. I fucked up. Can you get it back? I fucked up. But I, I equate. I don't know if this is like a men versus women thing. I don't want to like, I always thought to myself, like I, I always think back to our fighting episode, like how, how do couples fight? And I have to think, you know, <laughs> is it every episode? Yeah. No, but the, the fighting episode. Wait, I, and I, I love you. Wait, I really do want to say that. Like, yeah. I love you. I'm not, I, I'm, I'm angry about this all, but I am not like, I still like, I don't look at you a few months ago. I had serious anger about it and I need to go through therapy for sure about all of this, but we'll talk about this in another episode. But since like that night at, in New York where we got in that huge blowout, mm -hmm. you have been like a gem. Really? Yes. Yes, you really have. You I have been incredible. And so when I talk about this, it's cathartic and I want to get it out. But I'm in no way, I don't want to say I'm in no way holding on to the past because obviously I have yeah. some issues with it all. But I'm not, I don't look at you and like want to fucking like punch you in the face like I used to I want to. I appreciate that. Sometimes when you, if you talk about that, it's my fault, then I might. Well, let but, me explain to you why. Okay, okay, but no, I'm not, I'm not, like we're not, right now we, if we took off the headphones where sometimes we like will go in the other room and fight it out. I'm not feeling fighting. I have no yeah. feeling towards, like I want to go to the other room, snuggle and watch oh, morning show after this. I like that. And, and on our TV. Yeah. <laughs> our nice big okay. 62 inch TV. Uh, is that what it is? 62 inches? 60, inches? I don't know. Yeah. There's you, no 62. Yeah, you would have a 62 inch TV. <laughs> <laughs> I got a, I got a cop of tape or something. There you go. Yeah. If you're a stay-at-home mom, you're, you're home with the kids, you spend a ton of time with the kids and you realize all these things that they need and you're just like working moms too. You can't no, say no, same. but I'm talking about time home with the kids or time at the house time okay. that you can say, Oh, the kids need this. Let me go on Amazon and buy it. Mm -hmm. uh, the kids need this. Let me go to the store. Let me go to target and buy it right now. Working moms can't do that. Yeah, Working no, dads I have, can't And do I have that. no discipline with, I know I have no discipline with. So if they need it, I get it for them. Done. Mm -hmm. And then if you stop and, and, and wait an hour and say, oh, okay, maybe they don't need it quite that bad. Mm -hmm. Where if you're a working parent, it's six hours later when you come home and you say, oh, I forgot about it. I didn't think, you know, maybe it wasn't. So you're easier to spend money so frequently because it's on your mind and you have the time to do it and you can do it right now. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Yeah. So it's no, easy. Definitely. So like when I when I'm at work and I see the Amazon thing pop up every oh you still get that? fucking hour. Shit, I thought I turned that off. If you were working, that wouldn't happen because you'd have to think about all those things, make notes of them, and then come home and think, do I really want to buy it? Do uh, I really need I to? I am working, and most people no, work no, on their I'm computer. Out of the home, away from the kids, where what you need for the kids is not the top priority and what's on your mind right now. Okay. Because you think about. Like I, I just said it. You think about, oh, they need this thing. It's done. 
It'll be here tomorrow. I bought it. If you're out of the house, if you're not, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So that's kind of a thing, too. Okay. Stay-at-home moms relate. Do you get that? I don't know. We'll find out. Yeah. I'm sure. I'm not, yeah, I'm being like. No, no, no. I don't, I think the difference is that you have absolutely no concept of how much it costs to actually like have kids on a daily basis because you don't have kids on a daily basis. You have them, you know, when you have them. And in, even in that time that you have them, you guys are ordering Chinese or ordering pizza and this and that because it's fun and whatever. But like they need to eat all the time <laughs> and they need to, you know, they need stuff all the time. And and but, I, but do I, they all the time. I Is kind it all of, the time because you're the stay-at-home it mom? It sure feels like I, – I feel like I do a $400 food job – $300 food job. $400 a few years ago. That was beautiful. But, <laughs> you know, I do like – a because th- we have three kids, a, a teenager, a tween, and an eight-year-old who doesn't eat shit, but he fucking ate and he snack. And I, I, I feel like the, the next day I come – I go in – I've, like, done this whole food shop, and I go in the pantry or the refrigerator, and I'm like – the fuck is the food? I do the same thing right. because I come down and I want a snack. Right. And they're fucking gone the next day. Right. Well, they just, you know, they've in the last three days, there's been like eight kids at my house. What are you going to say? No, you can't have any more snacks. <laughs> right. Like you've you've reached your quota. You, you need to go home now because you can't have it or like, you know, leave some money on the kitchen table if you want another fucking uh, little bites you package. Budget, budget the snacks so I can Right, right. Like we should have like a jar on the kitchen table. Like every time you take another snack over two snacks, you put a dollar in. Good idea. I know. Always thinking. <laughs> <laughs> this is the new Danielle. And, and get, get the other jar for the cursing jar. Because when they say, fuck, it won't open, fuck, 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 <laughs> they'll put more dollars into the fuck jar. Yeah, the fuck jar would be, we, we could go to <laughs> right. Switzerland and back. Uh, yeah, I, I just, I think it's hard because there was a time which is also traumatic for me. Let's talk about Danielle's trauma for a second. Wow. I know. Is there a therapist in the house? I mean, I know, no joke. This week really opened up, uh, like, it, it was like the floodgates for me. It, Why? It, what? Ha- wait, what do you mean this week? But I was thinking about the finance episode and like putting it all together and sort of like I need to figure it all out. Like I need to I need to talk to somebody and come to some sort of. No, we need to. We need to go. Well, I think I have a lot of childhood stuff, too. Not I'm not angry at my parents. I'm not even angry with you anymore, although my voice would indicate. otherwise. No, I I have anger about all of it, but I it's I don't think it's directed at anybody. I just want to figure it the fuck out and so find out I. how not to have it happen anymore. But but there was a time when like there was such a disconnect that you would be driving this awesome car and then I would like go to the food store and my credit card wouldn't work. And my credit card would be declined. Do you know how it feels to be in the middle like to be holding up the line because your credit card is declined? Yeah. You do? Yeah, it's happened. It has to yeah. you too. Yeah. And I would have to like call you and you'd have to bring me another credit. Like that's, that, I don't know if anybody out there has experienced. And it was, it went on for a good, probably four or five months where I would go, m- my heart would start palpitating. I would be sweating. I would be like, none of this adds up because he's gone during the weekends to Atlantic city. He's driving a beautiful car. He's, you know, he wants us yeah, to there go was, to New no, York. There was a good two years. But that is, tra- I'm sorry, that, but that is traumatizing when you are at yes. this or wherever you are. I, I know it, it's all relative. It's not as traumatizing as people have it. Uh, I know. But 
it is a traumatizing feeling to be like in your town and somebody you know is behind you in the line at the food store and you're having a conversation and all of a sudden the cashier is like, your card was declined. And they're like, oh no, try it again. Try this one. Declined. And I have to like put, they have to like put my groceries behind the customer service and I have to call you and you come and like, I don't know what you did, but you somehow bailed me out. And I, that's traumatizing. Yeah, that's pretty bad. Thank you. Yeah, I no, I'm not going to downplay that. Thank you. That's bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Right. Would you like to explain any of it, or we need to just go to therapy? Uh, <laughs> I think we do need to go to financial therapy. Uh, well, just like, couples therapy for finances. Well, we need to learn how to properly finance the fuck out of our lives. I think. Yeah, well, like we started with right. the Zeta app, and it's a great start. Yes. But I think we need, like, therapy also. I, okay. Really? Total. Yeah. You okay, kidding? let's do it. I'm done. I'll do it. I'll do it, too. Yeah. But I, I think I've self-diagnosed us. I think we're good. <laughs> no, I think we're not. <laughs> it's financial trauma. No, we need fucking help. We, mm-hmm. we need to get some financial mm-hmm. shit together and yeah. learn what the fuck we're doing. Because yeah. it's time. At 42 with a 14, 11, and 8-year-old. Yeah, but I really thought, like, I really thought that I was going to marry you and I was not going to have to deal with, and like, you know, my dad used to sit me down and and tell me how my spending was affecting us and all this stuff. And when I got together with you, I was sort of like, oh, thank God my life isn't going to be like that anymore because it really was, it, it, it was, it affected me greatly. And then... You know, five years later, I'm getting the talk from you. Just I'm like, what the fuck? Like, wow, next he's going to be like telling me I smell like a tobacco field and I need to <laughs> stop smoking. There, There is a common denominator here. Yeah, right? men. No, you. It was your dad. It All was right. me. It was All whoever right. you live with. Whatever All man right. you live with. I just, I thought, I thought it was going to be <laughs> different. At least you knew I what wa- you married look, I when wanted, you married me. Eh, I wanted it to be different. I wanted it, you know, I mm-hmm. love doing those mm-hmm. things. I, that's what I love no, to I do. No, I know. I know you love seeing, listen, uh, listen, I talk about that ring that I really, really wanted. And it's a gorgeous. It's a beautiful ring. I loved it. <laughs> loved it. Loved it. Loved it. It's so gorgeous. Financially for us, it made no sense. Right. So I was asking you, you know, um, I was hinting all the time, you know, oh, look at this one's ring. It's so beautiful and blah, blah, But the money could have been so much better spent. But again, I think I saw you always buying nice things for yourself. And I was sort of like, well, when's he going to do that for me? And would he do that for me? And I was looking for the proof. That was to me the proof. Whereas that's not the proof at all. You know, that is the proof is how you've. How, how you've been treating me for the past since we've gotten that huge blowout. That is the proof to me way more than that. Either what right have now. I been doing? I didn't even realize. I don't know. You've just been a nice person <laughs> and it's been a while. Maybe because I'm not thinking. <laughs> I don't know. You seemed like you were going to actively try. Well, it I, seems like you've been yeah. actively trying. No, you really have been. Uh, it, it's it, it, No ring could do that. Wow. Okay. Well, th- it's been easy. So. I'm well, no, because you've barely been home, but now <laughs> it's got to keep going. I haven't had any, like talk to you or anything. I'm trying to think what else. Uh, I have all kinds of. I mean, we have to we do have another to, yeah. episode because we'll the stop. next episode we're going to solve everybody's financial issues. Oh. This was just like a like let's bitch session. 
Yeah, this kind of was. Yeah, it's just fine. I mean, we are talking about, I think a lot of it's relatable. I do. Do you think a lot of this is relatable? Yeah, yeah, yeah I do. I just have so many... I, I have so many thoughts and feelings about like money and where it should be spent and how it should be spent. Like, well, let me tell you. Well, first of all, I have a few really awesome experts lined up that are going to come on in the next few months and talk to us about like really buckling down and doing shit. Like I, I did a lot of research and I found some people and some really good ones were like, yeah, I'll come on your show. And I was like, why? (laughs) But, But they will. So, um, I'm very excited about that. But also, let me tell you, man, on Instagram, I did a whole lot this week. I don't know if you've been stalking our Instagram or no, not. No, I haven't even looked this week. People have some feelings about couples finance, man. Uh, I'm sure. Well, some it's the number one feelings. fucking fighting thing. I happening. got so many DMs that I think I'm going to be answering them till June. Really? Yeah, because people were like, well, I can't fit in that, that little box, that little question Why, box. Why? You can't put too many words? No, there's you can't do too many of the words. So How many? Wait, wait, you can only do like a it's few. It's like a sentence or two, and they're like, oh, here's my financial history with my partner. And blah, okay, blah. so you like, can't put too much in. No, it's like you Twitter, you can only do 100 and something characters. I don't know how much it is on these questions. Okay. But but anyway, uh, people were like, let me tell you our life story and blah, blah, And I love that. But it's right. going to take, like, if you don't get a message back from me till June, just know because it's when it comes to finance, people have some feelings. I'll answer them. Send them to me. Go ahead. Yeah, you could talk about television. Give me one. Give me one right off the spot now, and I'll answer it. Uh, a qu- it wasn't a question. Oh, it's not a it question. It was like more people wanting to like, yes, meet like a hashtag like, like. Oh, they're like, oh, I'm too. a stay-at-home mom too, and no, fuck no, my not even. No, no, it's not a fuck my husband type of thing. No, it's just a like. No, it's a hard. Well, like none of us, we weren't taught money. All right, want me to t- want me to do the polls? Yeah. All right, I'm gonna tell That's you the fun. polls. Yeah. Okay, so here's the polls. So the polls are. First of all, I said, we're getting ready to record the finance episode. Will Adam and I fight during this episode? 88% said yes. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, guys. Didn't happen. Next episode. A little well. bit. I screamed at you a little eh, bit. Who cares? Uh, would you say it. money is one of the top three issues you fight about in your relationship? A couple thousand people answered this. What, did you, what would you say? Say that what again? What percentage? Would you say money is one of the top three issues you fight about in your relationship? Oh, 95%. 60%. Bullshit. I know. No, I don't believe it. I want to know what people are fighting about. What else about. is there to fight about? I mean, we, yeah, there's more stuff. But do you and your partner mo- partner mostly agree on how to spend your money? No. 66% said yes. Really? So I'm wrong. Yeah. Do you have any separate accounts? Yes. Would you want to go back and do that? Would you want to go back and do separate accounts? I think we might need to. Now? Yeah. Oh, for fuck's sake. Yeah. What do you mean we might need to? Yeah, I think we I think we do. I get more money in my account. <laughs> it's not about the who gets more money. Yes, it is. It's about where the money is I going I spend to. for five people. That's what I'm saying. That, 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 however much money is needed for which account goes to that account. That That's all. It's not about me spending more than you. Those days are over, honey. I love you. <laughs> 54% have separate accounts. Yeah, that makes sense. If I think it's necessary. Uh, all right. Is I didn't before. Mm-hmm. I think I'm changing my mind. Well, we already have separate bedrooms. So <laughs> if you have kids, how would you say you're doing or did saving for college? Oh, awful. Everybody. 71% said yikes. Yeah. 
do you feel like you learned healthy spending? Is college going to be part of this financial well, uh, thing okay. we're doing? Uh, Jamila and Erica from Good Moms, Bad Choices just did a whole college episode. I haven't listened to it yet. Oh, I want really? to. But they both were. They both dropped out of college, so they have feelings similar to you. Yeah. Um, no, we have to do a college episode for sure. Is that part of this finance like, I mean, finance is part of the college thing, yeah. but it's so much bigger than just finance in my head. Because as much as I s- uh, in, in in New York, I, I right, don't get no, don't get into okay, it. Yeah. And we'll do it later. Yeah. Do you feel like you learned healthy spending, saving habits growing up? Fifty eight percent said definitely not. And do you discuss spending and budgeting on a weekly basis? Because Dave Ramsey, weekly. your boy, Dave Ramsey, says that it should be a weekly discussion. That's too much. Monthly, it should be a monthly discussion. When do people find the time? Like literally, you. This is us all all week long. Hi, hi. You sleep okay? Yeah. You sleep okay? <laughs> right. Yeah. See you later. Okay. See you later. You come home. It's like, hi, hi. I'm so tired. Yeah, I'm so night. tired too. Good night. Like, when do people fucking? And then you have date night. I don't want to talk about budgeting on date night. That's the last thing I want to talk about. Mm-hmm. So do you discuss spending and budgeting on a weekly basis? I Six, hope not. Sixty-seven percent said no. No. Really? So 33% said yes? 33% said yes. 33% of people yeah, but they're all, they're, on a they all work basis. on Wall Street. Talk about budgeting. No, yeah, I guess so. Maybe it turns That's them on. That's boring. I don't know if you were sort of like, you know, dirt, talking dirty to me like cash, <laughs> cash investments. Did you see that that there's a like a make it rain machine? There's a like a gun mm-hmm. that you put the money in and you press the button and it just flips out. We should have that on our on our live. We're thinking about doing a live show. We should have that. That's so funny. Yeah, but I'm only gonna have we're gonna separate the women, the wives from the men, and we're gonna just do it on the women's side. That's funny. Then the men have to watch the women. <laughs> of course. Um All right, let's stop. Okay. Yeah, let's All right. Let, we, can we do a part two, though? Because I want to solve everybody's problems. Like, I have like I three. know. I know. I have so much more information. I know. And I just want to say it again. I love my parents. I'm not mad at them. No, and you shouldn't be. And I shouldn't be. Yeah. I love them. They gave me so many amazing opportunities. Listen, they went by what their parents taught them, whose parents taught them, whose parents. We're all fucking it up, and we're all. <laughs> the n- n- <laughs> we are, but we're also killing it. Like, we're fucking it up, and we're killing it all at the same time. Right. Both. Okay. Right? How do we do it without money? That's the next you, question. I don't know. You move to a country of... Uh, you, you just go out and you like you do the barter system. You trade. There's no money. You just work chickens. for each other. Get some chickens. Yeah, you raise chickens, chickens. You trade it for a... Mm-hmm. a, a whatever. Who cares? Okay. <laughs> maybe just, eventually we'll all you be... You work and trade. That's maybe all. Maybe eventually we'll all be trading in uh, like weed. Like uh, I'll trade you this weed for that weed. Pretty soon, Colorado and California are going to be doing that. No cash. Really? Just give me weed. That's all they want. Yeah. Well, everybody's moving know. out of California. I don't know. I want to talk about my CD, my CBD uh, experience. <laughs> okay. Experience we're rambling. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Let's get out of here. All right. <sighs> okay. All right. Let's move on to part two coming soon. Mm-hmm. Let's go smash that TV in the other room <laughs> or watch Morning Show. That makes sense. We need the money. Let's smash the TV. Right. We'll <laughs> smash it and give out the pieces as uh, souvenirs. <laughs> right. Sign each one. Yeah. <laughs> All right. 
Thanks, guys. All right, rate, rate, and review, <laughs> maybe. Why is it the end of every every episode we're like, eh, maybe don't rate maybe and review. Maybe don't rate and review. <laughs> well, because we have, listen, we're not everybody's cup of tea. No. If you've made it this far, though, we are some too. kind of cup of tea <laughs> of yours. I say that to everybody because sometimes people will be like, should I listen? I'll be like, well, we're not everybody's cup of tea, but people who love us, we really jive with and we love we we have a love fest going on. Yeah. So either you're part of the love fest or or you you hate tea. All right, okay. All right, guys. <laughs> have a good night. Bye. Love you. Bye.